I am Polly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. And we already fucked it up. It's already a mess. <laughs> it's fine. Hi, friends. I just want to start this episode off with who in the fuck thought Blink-182 was worth $300 <laughs> for nosebleeds? <laughs> I just want to know the audacity. Like, Dude, I'm pretty sure when they played with my chem, I played like, I played, I paid like 40 bucks for lawn. Actually, no, I think it was like 25 for lawn. Yeah. Remember when they came back and played with Fall Out Boy? and yeah somebody else those tickets were literally 44 dollars man times 44 dollars and then blink 22 comes back changed. and travis barker's like i'm dating a kardashian that means our nosebleeds have to be he's, over 300 he's got to make money to support the lifestyle now <laughs> right <laughs> but like what the fuck man i wanted to get stewart tickets so badly but like we can't afford that yeah it's expensive insane um i love that fucking meme that came out of it though the aliens while tom is busy with blink 182 oh my god yes (laughs) that's the only reason why i'd go to a blink 182 concert is literally to see tom just to wear that shirt we're all sorry tom yeah we're all sorry but yeah no that's insane i wonder if how much of that is like the venues and stuff like i I feel like if they played budweiser it would have been cheaper i think scotia bank's a ripoff they're not making oh, yeah. money on the Leafs anymore, so they have Dude, to... Dude, no, the worst is the fucking Rogers Center. They're unreal. And the... I paid so much to sit at the very top of the motherfucking dome yes. to see Lady Gaga. Dome. It was insane. It's... I couldn't even see the fucking screens. I was going to say... I was so Rogers... high up, the screens were too small. <laughs> Rogers Center is trash for any concerts. I will never go mm-hmm. to the Rogers Center for a concert. I saw Taylor Swift there, and we paid, I think, like 125 bucks which at the time was like a lot yeah it's the, like now that's nosebleeds but at the time that was like premium pricing um and we were like not on the floor but it was like the grass or the, the floor um and then like the first row of seats going up so we were in those seats yeah so i was like oh we're gonna be able to see so much because we're like practically on the floor but, like we were literally row one of the seats couldn't see a motherfucking thing ridiculous a motherfucking thing fucking, i can't even stand it like Ugh. remember when we i just to love concerts, small venues so much right remember when all of our bands were like not big bands so we could see them in small yeah. venues the mod club i saw my chem at uh the cool house once yeah that was awesome no was it yeah it's government in the cool house together, i saw right? billy talent at the horseshoe and it, that's really cool the horseshoe's only like 300 people it was wild yeah my favorite ever was always the mod club because there was mm-hmm. no like barricade. You were just like on the stage essentially. Is that the one by the lake? I uh, know that's that the one government? on College Street. Um, it's kind of near Sneaky D's. Oh, okay. It's gone now. Yeah, I think like, it's something it's else. Um, but yeah, I love all the smaller venues so much, and stop playing big venues at bands. <laughs> yeah, like we're poor. Like where, where were all these people when we went to see them? <laughs> Fuck right. You know what I mean? Like my chem sold out uh the Rogers Center. Mm-hmm. And it's like I saw them at like the Cool House. Actually, that's not true. I did see them back when it was the ACC on the Black Parade tour. Yeah. I will give They them sold that. out Scotia okay, Bank, fine. not Rogers. Oh shit, some a bitch. They all keep changing names. I don't know what they are yeah. anymore. <laughs> The Rogers Center to me is still the Sky Dome. The Sky Dome and the ACC. That's what I know them as. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anywho's now it. that that rant's out of the way. Yeah, I'm just really annoyed about it because, like, Blink-22 is so good. Well, 
I that's that's a very loose term. They're they're childhood. They're fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. But I'm not paying three hundred dollars to watch fifty year olds talk about dicks all night. Uh, they do happening. have some of my well actually I, maybe it's not as funny now actually carl was saying last night he's like do you think they'll get canceled in this day and age and i was like you know i don't know yeah who knows man because <laughs> they were pretty foul but they have some of my favorite stage banter because it's just completely nonsensical yeah like just, there's no like how are you feeling tonight it's just like butts, butts. <laughs> yeah literally but I'm not going to pay that kind of money to listen no. to that. I've, I, we saw them once, and that's good enough for me. I saw them twice, which is funny, because they're not one of my favorite bands. They're not light either. They were. Um, they came with My Chem, and then they came with Fall Out Boy. So I was yeah. like, well, obviously, I'm going to pay to see that. Yeah. Um, but no, they're not like my favesies, so I'm definitely not paying 300 to go see it. Yeah. If I win tickets, then that'd be kind of cool. But Yeah, and Paramore's back, and I didn't get tickets for them. But they're playing a smaller <sighs> venue, which is nice. But I'm, I'm really bummed I'm about it. Was really hoping they'd upsize that venue. To be honest, I know. <laughs> Even <laughs> so like I could go. The wait, li- like the the presale got put on a wait list. I'm never gonna. Yeah, get no, off that I tried list. to get on that wait list. And I'm I didn't on it. Make the wait list. I'm on it. Oh, there's another wait list. I I don't. I got an email saying I'm on the wait list, and then I never got anything further than that. Oh shit! Yeah. No, I got like a. Uh, like I joined the waitlist thing, and then I got like a, a rejection letter. Be like, sorry, you didn't make the cut. And I was like, wow, not even for the waitlist. That's like- rude. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sucks. I really wanted to see Paramore. I've never Same. seen them like. At a- I saw them open for Fall Out Boy. At, I was gonna say, didn't we go to Fall Out Boy together? Yeah, yeah, but like for me, it didn't count because I was in the lawn and I couldn't see anything. <laughs> That's fair. I was in. I think I was in seats. You were, yeah. and I found you later when I was yes. drunk and alone. Yes. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! Oh my god, do you remember? Yeah, and I had that I was, was like Emma's wandering around barefoot in the rain, and I was like, "What happened to you?" I just saw you, and I was like, "Oh my god, a friend!" I fucking remember that. And then we took the train home. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. You guys took me home because everybody else left me. Take me home, country road. Okay, Danielle's singing. I need a nap. I think that's a sign we need to start the episode. Ugh. Yes. Um. So, uh, so we're talking about, um, another Halloween movie. I've stumbled through that so bad and I don't know why. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street series tonight. Um, but this one isn't based on a crime. It's based on a really strange phenomenon that caused several deaths in the late seventies and throughout the eighties. Um, so it's not really a crime. I knew you were going to do that for some reason. When I said it, it went through my head. Yeah um because you're, you're, so you're like danielle's like a, brain cells are never there so like you always in the back well, we of actually head. just share one brain cell it's so true. that's exactly that's why i get like a little sense of what you're about to do <laughs> like you we have like the little alien like when you did that antennas antennas we have little alien antennas <laughs> uh, i sense a halloween costume coming on yes. um so yeah it's not a crime uh and it's not even really paranormal i just thought it was bizarre um good enough so as me. always what's that good enough for me i like it um, as always, we're starting with a brief synopsis of the film for those who may not have seen it. And before anybody chirps, I have seen this one. Um, I've even seen Freddy versus Jason. But that was the best any- one. <laughs> that was the on best it. one. Fight me on it. it was so good. Um, I haven't seen any of the other sequels though. Just literally like the first one and then Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> like the very first one with like Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Can't fuck um, up the original. So, what's that? You can't fuck up the original. Hell no. Um, so Derek McCain, who I assume is another critic on IMDb, made this summary for me because I just feel like it's better to have a professional say these every time than me try to explain what happens in the movie. You are a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, An so orb quote, by your head, by the way. 
No, it didn't. I did. Um, no, it's it, fine. No, it really did. No. Yeah. I'm like looking over my shoulder now. Um, so quote, in the early 1980s, a psychopath named Fred Krueger, known as the Springwood Slasher, murdered several, several children with a glove outfitted with straight razor blades attached to the fingers. When a foolish decision by a judge sets Kruger free, an angry mob of parents whose children he terrorized and murdered burned Kruger alive in the boiler room where he worked. Years after his death, the living children of the parents responsible for Kruger's death experienced terrifying nightmares involving a burned man wearing a glove with razor blades on the fingers. The ghost of Freddy Kruger haunts their dreams, and when Nancy, who's the lead character, Nancy's best friend Tina dies violently in her sleep during a dream confrontation with Kruger, Nancy realizes she must find a way to stop the evil psychopath's reign of terror or never sleep again dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> um so he kills people in their sleep is basically the summary of that um this uh so the original movie came out in 1984 uh, november 1984 which i thought was weird because they literally missed out on the halloween season why would you not put it out in october they were probably um, just like our music our music our movie's gonna be badass that we don't need halloween you know what that's true they don't need the hype Mm -hmm. um so the screenplay was written by wes craven who you'll remember from the scream movie series uh it went on to spawn several sequels including the iconic uh freddy versus jason that we just talked about where freddy faces off against jason from friday the 13th is that right friday the 13th yeah are you serious okay sorry i I had a brain fart i saw that like uh, like it like you were like deer in headlights you were like oh fuck Okay. Well, I wrote, I don't know why I was thinking Nightmare on Elm Street was Jason all of a sudden. I'm just very tired. I don't know. She's sober, um, guys, I think. Maybe. I am. That's the worst part. I smoked one singular bowl, um, but that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> not in Holly's terms. Absolutely not. Um, so this is another movie where you may not have seen it, but you 100% know who Freddy is. Uh, he's got the iconic stripy sweater, that creepy looking face, and giant knife hands. And it's just kind of part of the Halloween aesthetic at this point. Uh, plus, there's that creepy song. Do you, did you remember the creepy song? Oh, um, one, two, Freddy's yeah. coming for you. I remember kids like doing like jump rope Three, games four. and stuff at recess. Yeah. Lock your door. door. Five, six i don't remember five six what rhymes with six is it something about a crucifix something like that seven eight two better two, something eight. straight oh and then terrible. the last one is freddy's back again right no Nine freddy's ten, coming freddy's for something like that i don't remember we fucked this we up we fucked it up <laughs> Guys, I'm not, i wasn't a fan of uh the freddy movies not that they weren't good it's just they terrified me so it's just that they terrified me because <laughs> um, like everyone's scared of sleep and nightmares so like and when you have sleep paralysis you don't need fucking movies yo, like that i like life. literally i have the worst anxiety at night i literally had i had to go to a therapist because i started having panic attacks when i was falling asleep yeah and she was like well why i'm like i don't know that's what i'm talking to you for yeah, you're like, that's why i hired you <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah creepy you know what he looks like uh, so when the first film celebrated its 30th anniversary back in 2014, Wes Craven shared uh, stories in both interviews and on Twitter, sort of like leading up to the celebration. I think they released like a special figurine or something on the 30th anniversary. So I think it was all just like 
promo for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all sorts of like behind the scenes kind of stuff, including where he found inspiration uh, to write Elm Street. So in an interview with Vulture, West revealed that he got the idea for Freddy after reading an article in the LA Times. This article told the story of a family who had fled to the US from Cambodia to escape the killing fields. Um, I had to look this up because I'd never heard of that term. So Cambodia, bear with me because history is hard. Um, Cambodia was under the regime of Khmer Rouge and a communist party from 1975 to 1979. During this time, approximately 1.38 million people were killed either by execution, starvation, or disease. These uh, killing fields are mass grave sites that are scattered throughout the the country. Um, There's estimated to be 20,000 total grave sites. Holy fuck. Yeah, and it's creepy. There's, um, if you look it up, there's pictures of like, like skeletal remains just kind of like it, it's it's wild it almost looks like um what's the word i'm looking for i don't want to say like a museum display but like it's like they're all out on display it's wild no thank you um <laughs> no thank you um so yeah i didn't even know that was a thing that happened so there's that so the the family had escaped from that situation so they were escaping famine and war essentially can't blame um, them <laughs> yeah uh so wes explains that their young son was still having night terrors in the months after their escape from the vulture interview quote he told his parents he was afraid that if he slept the thing chasing him would get him so he tried to stay awake for days at a time when he finally fell asleep his parents thought this crisis was over then they heard screams in the middle of the night by the time they got to him he was dead he died what? in the middle of a nightmare here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of Nightmare on Elm Street. End quote. I guess like um, his nightmare was so bad he gave himself like a heart attack or something. Like pretty much. So I'm gonna actually there is um a term behind it. So this sounds like made up, right? Like it sounds like it could not have possibly happened. This it was a young boy too. Like I think he was like six ish. Wow. Um So there's actually documented proof of a phenomenon that occurred from the late 70s into the 80s where 117 people died in their sleep, including this young boy. All of those reported would start screaming in their sleep, then would die unexplainably. During the 70s, they called this medical condition, quote, Asian death syndrome because most of the deceased were from Southeast Asia and had recently moved to the States. Um, it was re- later renamed Sudden Unexplained Nocturnal Death Syndrome, or SUNS for short. Um, like SIDS, but... Yeah, adults. it's kind of under the same umbrella as SIDS. And there's another one, too, that I hadn't heard of. It was like Br- Bruga or something. Okay. It starts with a B, but they're all these, like, unexplained dying in your sleep thing, which was like, let me tell you, I've slept great this week after doing this episode. Let me tell you. I was going to say, you thought you had pan attacks before? <laughs> it's fucking awful. Um, where am I? Uh, so the CDC started a surveillance on cases of sons in 1981, and it seemed to be like a short-lived thing i don't want to call it a disease i don't know what to call it so we're just calling it a thing um so the the peak was between 1986 and 1988 where there's 13 reports sort of back to back um and that number continued to dwindle as the years went by until eventually there were no real cases okay um you can read the actual CDC reports on the interwebs, and according to that report, quote, California reported the most cases, followed by Minnesota, uh, North Carolina, and Arizona, which previously had not reported cases, had SUDS cases between January and May 1987. Otherwise, the geo- 
geographic distribution of the cases remained similar. So they were all in the same sort of area. Um, age at death ranged from 19 to 57 years. All descendants were men. Nine were Laotian and two were Vietnamese. And, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. Kampuchean. Um, 12, 12 of the deaths occurred either at night or during sleep. One descendant, deceased, one of the deceased, a Laotian man had a cardiac arrest at night during sleep. He was resuscitated, but was comatose when hospitalized. And then, uh, he later was pronounced brain dead after four days. Um, so they all died in their sleep, except this one man who technically died in his sleep and then they revived him and, and he later died again. Um, so in all of the cases, the postmortem exam could not reveal an obvious cause of death. All of the men were considered healthy at the time of their death and had no, like no sign of disease, no Mm -hmm. sign of heart failure or anything. Um, further research revealed a tie between sons and a quote mutation in the cardiac sodium channel SCN5A, which literally could not find a single article to read that was in plain English. So I could like dumb that down any further. But from what I gathered, I think it's a genetic heart mutation of some sort. I was going to say, it's probably, like, genetic because they're saying... Because even with, like, SIDS, which is, like, the sudden infant death syndrome, they... Some people, like, hinted at that you, like... That's why they they put, like, the safe There was a discovery this year, wasn't it, right? Yeah, they think it has some... Like, it's, like, it could be genetic, but there's, like, um... Your... The body doesn't... Didn't produce, like, some type of gene that and it's like the gene or like produced a gene or something and that gene is related to like sids like it just like yeah nothing you could have done it just happens because the kid has it when they first called it sids they were trying to say like oh it's because you have this in your crib and both like they were they were kind of just hinting at the fact that like like if your baby because when your baby's first born it has no control over its head and stuff so if it rolls over it could potentially suffocate so that's what they thought a lot of the the sids cases were which is like some of them are valid like some kids did roll over and suffocate yes it does happen but in terms of like the kids that didn't and you just don't know and then parents blame themselves but there apparently there's a discovery but it could be the same kind of thing it's like you have this type of gene and it just happens they all sound like really similar mm-hmm. um like they mentioned sids in a bunch of the articles i was reading so i'm yeah i'm pretty sure that was like last year or something but i remember like a lot of people feeling validated by that because they were yeah. like oh shit i didn't do anything wrong like um sids is scary like it's like it is, oh it's terrifying i didn't sleep for like the first like five months so i'm like i'm not even joking like i don't even blame you yeah. i would just sit there and watch the child the mm. whole night just eyes wide open the whole night literally yeah. i see i could have been killed by <coughs> freddie and wouldn't even know it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they uh they tied it to a genetic heart mutation of some sort okay. um if there's a science person listening to this what the fuck is that bill Nye, what is scn 5a um i tried to ask carl but he says he's not a doctor and i was like i thought it was science (laughs) (laughs) so this mutation however was not found in every case so it Mm. wasn't considered like the sole cause of sons it was just something that they had tied it to okay um my thought i wonder if it has ties to like ptsd or something because all of the all of these people were uh like recent immigrants escaping war-torn countries um you know like bombs going off murder everywhere like i feel like i, and I don't it's know like it polar makes sense opposite to me. when you especially if you're going into the states where that's not you don't see that every day so it could also be like almost like a shock 
to them. Yeah. Where they're like, wow, I, wonder I don't if it's have like to fear, like, living here. You know what I mean? Yeah, but their body's still on, like, high alert, Yeah, like, fight or flight mode, and it's, like, permanent yeah. state kind of thing for them. I'm, I'm sure they've looked into that. I didn't see anything, but that was my first thought, is, like, this sounds like some sort of, like, PTSD-esque yeah. thing. Um, not to, like, you know, diminish it to this, but almost like they scared themselves to death, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, so, like, yeah, even so with, that's... like, sleep paralysis, even though it has... Like, I don't know what their state was, but sleep paralysis, you could also, like, kill yourself from giving yourself a heart attack. So, oh, yeah. It's very fair so that, like, if these people had, like, these night terrors, they could have literally just been so scared it stopped their that heart. they died. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this, this phenomenon, and specifically the, the story of the young Cambodian boy, is where Wes got the idea of people dying in their sleep, essentially. Um, don't you as for Freddie. fucked up, though. That he saw that he was like, that was like, I'm going to make a movie about it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take all of these people's misfortunes and make a horror movie out of it. It is a little weird. It is a little weird when you think about it that way. I feel like I'm just ruining all of these movies for you. You are. <laughs> I know. Just don't do As- Halloween. Please don't even tell me. I don't even know if it's based on a real one. Let's just find out. Let's pretend it's not. (laughs) That'll be the one on Halloween. (laughs) Um, As for Freddy himself, Wes told Screen Rant that he drew inspiration from his childhood. Uh, There was an old man who walked by Wes's childhood home and he caught Wes by surprise one day when the two made eye contact. So the man was like staring at him through the window. Uh, This spooked Wes and was something he never forgot. So he... uh, he said something along the lines of like i wanted to know what was inside that guy's head that like he wanted to scare me like that yeah so that's why he wrote freddie to like kind of have that guy's perspective a little bit i was like that's that's a bit of a reach that's um up. that guy's probably like <laughs> where are my like rights to this movie <laughs> he, can you imagine just this like innocent old guy and he just happened to stop for a second and now this guy's like wow you're a villain yeah what if he had like <laughs> bad vision or something like that he wasn't actually yeah. staring at you he was just trying to sing what the fuck he was seeing <laughs> um as for freddy's name this came from a kid who bullied wes in school the kid's name was literally fred krueger um so this is like (laughs) the best or worst thing to ever happen to that guy so he either like feels like shit because this guy turned him into this or like if he's a a horror movie fan or something it's like the best thing ever because it's one of the most the best horror movies ever created so it's also kind of like hilarious because wes craven's like i got bullied by this guy and now i'm making millions of dollars because of this guy's name with his name (laughs) that's the biggest fuck you ever i want to find this guy i don't know if he's still alive but fred krueger if you're out there (laughs) that's what you get for being a dick (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's the story behind nightmare on elm street that's fucking crazy i had no idea like i had no clue me either i i learned a lot and i kind of i don't know i like that it's not necessarily spooky or paranormal or anything Mm -hmm. like that i just you know i wanted to learn things so we all learned something well i hope we all learned something new yeah if anybody knew about this then sorry yeah (laughs) they're just listening like this is boring (laughs) absolutely not that's fucking wild like i just don't it's just crazy like i can't even like think past what i'm doing right now let alone like Wes is over here like i wonder what's going through that guy's mind like i don't want to know that <laughs> bro i'm fighting every day just to get out of bed and he's out here writing like <laughs> right like i don't even know what's going on in my mind i don't need to figure out what's going out in somebody else's mind let alone figure out yeah i don't know this is also really ignorant of me but i didn't realize how many movies Wes craven wrote like he did like all of the he's like classics. the king of horror classics yeah, yeah. shit man he was rolling in it You're living in a box not even a box a rock a box under a rock or a rock in a box. Who knows? That's where you're living. 
okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap, guys. <laughs> Go nap in your rock box. <laughs> if I think I might, I'm going to join you. It sounds very peaceful. <laughs> Good God. Uh, <sighs> shall we get spooky? We should. So And then sleep. <laughs> and then sleep. Yeah, Danielle needs it. Um, so we're going to talk about the Golden North Hotel. So when I was writing this script, I was like, I swear I wrote this before because it's like so similar, but like... Dude, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. So if it's like a, a duplicate episode, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure we covered a place that's in the same area. Um, so this hotel do you is... Do what I do all the time? I Google like the spooky hour and then like the thing that I'm researching. So like in, like if it's yeah. a serial killer, I'll Joe Dirt or something. Joe Dirt. Spooky hour Joe Dirt. If nothing shows up, I'm like, all right, didn't cover didn't it. Didn't cover it. It's good. Yeah, I, I didn't do that. So we're just going to You said you have a list or something. That's really smart. I should start doing that, but I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, but my list only goes up to like a certain amount of episodes and then I stopped doing it because I forgot. Uh, so. I'm pretty sure it's majority of the episodes though, but. We're really good at this. <laughs> so good at it, guys. So good that I'm sleepy. Um, Wait, is there somebody who has a list of our episodes? Let us know. Yeah, Podbean, you <laughs> moron. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I don't want to scroll. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> we need to get our life in order, and I'm not sorry about it. Um, so this hotel is located in Shagway, Alaska. Do you remember the this area that we talked about? We talk- it sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Alaska. It's either Alaska, Ireland, or BC with you. So. It's so true. <laughs> but we talked about. I'm pretty sure it was the Red Onion Saloon that was. Oh my in god! Shagway. Oh my god! Yeah. That's what I want to go to. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. So this is a different part or a different like place. Um, so if I talked about it, my bad. I don't care. Um, so it was built in 1898, which was during the height of the gold rush. It was first uh, a building for the Klondike Trading Company. I believe the company itself built like the building. Um, it was like a brick and motor, motor, fuck, motar <laughs> store and was located on the southeast corner of 3rd Third and State Street. It was one of the few buildings in the area that was two stories. It also had an onion-shaped gold dome on the top of the building, which is like, I thought, I was like, oh my god, is this the same building as the Red Onion Saloon? But it's not. Do people, wait, are onions, like, like plentiful in Alaska? Is I don't it, know. No, is it that was, like their national vegetable or something? Like, right? I think they just really like onions. <laughs> Alaska, let us know. Uh, you are now known as the Onion State. <laughs> So it ended up being like a trading post for a short time, which also sold like groceries and other home goods and probably onions. Um, <laughs> and then it was sold to George Dedman and Edward Foreman, who decided to make it a hotel. Um, the town started booming with people because of this gold rush. Uh, so the town of Shagway went from like 700 people to like 10,000 people in a matter of a year. Uh, oh, wow. That's a lot of fucking people. Um, so a lot of people who moved to Alaska to profit off the jobs, it was like short-lived gold rush. Obviously they just needed places to stay. So opening a hotel was a good idea. Uh, the new owners actually, something just popped up on my computer, go away. (laughs) The new owners, um, uh, actually moved the building to a new location in 1908 on third Avenue and Broadway. So it's still on third Avenue, which confused me. Um, uh, it doesn't take much to confuse me though. (laughs) As my dad would say. You said it. I know. Every time I said it, he was like, it doesn't take much to confuse you. I'm like, thanks, dad. <laughs> um, 
Um, so they also built a third floor to accommodate more guests. Uh, the building was also noted to be a bit more sophisticated than other places in Chagway. Uh, in the Daily Alaskan, it stated that this hotel was, and I quote, a step above the rough bunks and rowdy bars that characterized other local establishments. Which, I mean, like, <laughs> rough bunks and rowdy bars is, like, our theme. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, that's... that's so what do, you, what do you mean a step above? It sounds like a step below. Right? I remember... Do you uh, do you ever go to the Lion and the Dragon in... Um, I went a couple times, yeah. That was like our go-to for chicken I don't know wings. if it's still there. I don't... Probably not. But it was like, they had really good food, but it was like us and like 60-year-old men. And yeah. Like, it was brutal. I also had a friend that worked there, so it was like discount. So, of course, we went there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't have a wing spot right now. The one place we used to go to, they like, they did something really shysty to us. I'm going to tell really? this because I'm still mad about it. Do it. So we went and it was like eight o'clock at night. Do we want to name drop just... this place? Not yet. Because they changed owners. So I want to give okay. them one more chance. See, if I go again and it's shit, then then we'll name it's drop. It's because she's a Libra. Is <laughs> <laughs> feels so weird hearing that on the other side (laughs) um so we went it was like eight o'clock at night and uh we walked in we're like table for two so she goes to get like the menus and stuff and i think the manager said something to her and she's like just so you know like the bar is closed i was like that's cool we're just here for wings so she was like okay one second she went back and like literally like i assume told him that we just wanted wings and then she came back she's like actually we're closing early tonight and i was like so why are your doors open why are you seating us you have menus in your hand, ma'am. So, yeah. so are you fucking kidding me? Do you want us so to sit here and like stare at just... your paintings? Like what? And the worst part, I think they had like a family party or something because the bar was like packed. And what I was like, fuck? the fuck? Like, <laughs> so we haven't been, gone out for wings in forever because like there's not really many places around us. Yeah. Um, the one place near us makes me sick. And then I don't know any good wing places, to be honest. Yeah, shit. Bummer. My dad makes really well, good chicken wings. Yeah, no, he does. Oh my god, when he made them when we went camping, that was the best. Yeah, that was the one thing my dad always did whenever we went camping. He would like bake us chicken wings and send it with us. So we just heat it on the. It was amazing. The campfire, so good. We gotta do that again. I know. You listening, Dad? Make us chicken wings. Yes, bitch. <laughs> make me chicken wings. Um, I don't. Remember. But we digress. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember where we were um onion on the hotel onion on the hotel oh yeah step down step down step up yeah rowdy step bars up. rowdy bars <laughs> they probably had good chicken wings so <laughs> the rowdy bars this this place probably not um so the hotel their bar closes at eight probably <laughs> probably they're really boring um so the ho- the hotel the hotel <laughs> started i can't why okay oh, guys i'm drinking holly's drink the smirnoff like vodka white peach rose and guys i'm like fucked i've had one really is fucked. it only like four percent i don't know maybe it's because i just didn't eat so we made river dinner and we didn't have like enough leftover for like us to have like a proper dinner because it's just who we are as people so i didn't actually like eat a full dinner so maybe that's why that could that i'm gonna go ahead and agree with you there yeah we're at we're at the mo- we're at the we're at the part of our lives where river takes our dinner so <laughs> gotta save money somehow i thought that wouldn't happen until he was like 13 no so. it's now <laughs> tell me your poor kylo's next yeah literally <laughs> he starts eating the kibble <laughs> he's tried he's tried i believe it i yeah. believe it now he just slingshots it across the way so amazing um yeah okay back to this uh, we digress again yeah i don't care <laughs> 
I should stop saying that. They're going to stop listening to us. I'm like, this girl's a bitch. See, we've been saying that for like three years now and they're still here. So I, I think we're doing okay. It's because I was listening to I Don't Care in like my car on the way home from Walmart today. Like the follow-up boy song. Like, I So you're now you're in a mood? Yeah, totally in a mood. <laughs> um so the hotel started to try and gain more like long-term residents in the hotel simply because of the end of the gold rush and the town wasn't as booming as it previously was so trying to keep people in the hotel was difficult uh in 1910 there was about eight people who were staying in the hotel long term um like deemed i guess long term uh some of those people were edward gavin henry holmes frank muir and frederick flowery um, so all these people are different occupations. Like one was like a school teacher or like a principal or something. And, um, the owners also lived there with their families and probably like some staff. So it wasn't like, like it, it, you had to have money to stay there long-term basically. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to get at. Um, <laughs> so the hotel stayed in, um, the two families for years in 1930. Wow. Guys, yeah. I'm a mess. <laughs> a mess <laughs> you think it's like the first episode or something <laughs> it's a thursday like get your life Every together Danielle. it's like the first episode <laughs> it's true at least you guys know i'm not pregnant since i'm drunk so it's fine <laughs> no long hiatus is coming up here <laughs> oh i need a nap you go upstairs and she's gonna be like what the fuck Fuck. he's like what is wrong with you guys oh i'm crying good gosh (laughs) mess um i forgot where i was again okay so in 1930 henry deadman who was the eldest son of george took as like took like ownership and became the hotel manager so the history is kind of MIA after this, except in 2002, so way ahead of the time, the building returned to what it was previously just as like a main like mini commercial store. So the hotel closed in 2002. Apparently a descendant of one of the two previous owners, so either George or Edward, actually had like a camera shop in one of the many rooms in this building. Um so that's basically just Oh, so it's like a like a mall almost? Kind of. So you know like like in the town that i'm in and it's like one big building but little small shops oh, it's that okay, kind of thing yeah okay yeah i was picturing like a tall building i'm dumb sorry no <laughs> <laughs> i mean it technically is tall so um so just to like the paranormal bits now so there is one main ghost story that is told constantly uh, apparently there was this guy his nickname was klondike ike which is like, <laughs> what kind of fucking nickname is that? <laughs> what would you do? What's the one in Rudolph? He bar? sounds like the guy in Rudolph. Uh, oh my god. Um, the guy who's like so Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> yeah. Weren't we just talking about that? Who was I talking to? I don't know. I was talking to somebody about Rudolph and we were trying to figure out the guy's I mean, name. I fucking course you were. <laughs> I feel like it was you though. And we couldn't remember it? Yeah. Well, there we go. I don't know. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> only, I only think it's you because you're literally the only person I talk to. So... <laughs> I'm just having like a conversation in my head. It's actually I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> it was other Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> it was Daniel. <laughs> oh, good God. Okay. So yeah, his nickname was Klondike Ike. So now I'm picturing Cornelius. Uh, he yep. was a prospector and traveled up to Shagway, Alaska for, you guessed it, the gold rush. Um, <laughs> do you say corn? No. <laughs> it's cold cold member impression i thought you said corn i was like holly i did listen to that song twice today though (laughs) so good it should be like our national anthem 
Um, so he went with his fiance Mary. They stayed in the Golden North Hotel in room 23. So she mainly stayed here while her fiance was off doing gold field mine thingy mabobs. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so, <laughs> Making her money. That's all that matters. Basically. So Mary kept to herself a lot, especially um, with some of the other residents that were there. They were like too nice. Like, I mean, it's the time of like that that time men were just disgusting more disgusting than they are right now i was gonna say then yeah (laughs) just a little bit more rude than they are now um so she mainly stayed in her room except to get out for food um after a few weeks her fiance didn't return and then the staff just stopped seeing mary um apparently the staff had to break down the door of room 23 as mary wouldn't answer when they went to check on her uh when they broke down the door they found mary dead in her bed wow guys i don't i'm gonna read the exact set okay i like when i write my scripts i kind of know what i'm already saying so i just say it i don't actually really read so (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna read this sentence as i fucking wrote it because i'm so stupid what i just said so um uh, when they broke down the door they found mary dead in her dead (laughs) <laughs> she was so dead she in was her dead. dead in her bed <laughs> dead in her bed um so apparently she died from pneumonia but her fiance was never seen again so apparently mary haunts the building and she is seen a lot she is referred to as scary mary which is, like really sad <laughs> at least she's not a lady in white i uh, true i would rather so, be scary mary than lady in white yeah um you have a good point so if uh, you stayed in room twenty three, you would. Oh my God, you'd be like Danielle from Hell or something. Oh, that's cool. That's like a MySpace name. Oh my God! LOL. <laughs> Did you say LOL? <laughs> oh good God! MySpace name. <laughs> Holy what? Holy what? I don't even remember what mine was. I'm pretty sure it was like Danny. You changed yours a lot. Yeah. <laughs> sums up my life right there <laughs> she's um, a sagittarius she's a sagittarius guys i was rearranging my kitchen total side note and i was like i text holly i was like holly so i was emptying the dishwasher and then i randomly like putting stuff away and then i just couldn't help myself and i had to clean out my cupboards and reorganize and she's like it's because you're a sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> riley does it too every like couple months i come home and the kitchen's completely different i'm like where the fuck are the mugs like, <laughs> like what the hell yes Stuart, I, I moved Stuart's pint glasses so when he went to go get a pint glass he's like where the fuck are my pint glasses <laughs> i was like well chaos <laughs> thrive off of it okay <laughs> um so her name was again scary mary so if you apparently if you stayed in room 23 you would not sleep so like back to you like that's so weird i'm talking about oh. not sleeping and holly's talking about not sleeping weird Is, are we projecting it's because we don't sleep i think so <laughs> um so guests had reported feeling like they were being choked while trying to sleep some say that Mar- it was like mary's pneumonia like you couldn't cough like i mean you were like, oh. coughing so much you couldn't like breathe but creepy some people are like maybe she was strangled to death because in like that time oh. like the 18 the late 1800s like they had no way of telling shit no and especially like <laughs> they didn't even have dna till like the 90s yeah so. so they're probably like oh she just died of pneumonia but if her fiance like just disappeared you think he killed her and then ran away maybe totally possible um and then maybe that's why you're like choking to death while you sleep in that room Uh, so who knows so her apparition has been seen wandering the hallways of the hotel and sometimes she's seen looking out the window of room 23 
Um, another haunted room in the building. <laughs> what? You just reminded me of something funny my mom said earlier. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm holding you to that um so another haunted room in the building is room 14 um this is a lot more tame than room 23 but there have been weird lights seen in the room some say it's orbs other things it's aliens um but in alaska who fucking knows because alaska is just wild yeah they, they've got everything there they really do so like apparently but aliens the fucking meats. alaskan triangle like it's like <laughs> dude what'd you say Meese? Meese. I thought you said meats. I like meese better. And we're not going to explain what meese are, so you're just going to figure it out yourself. If uh, you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but yeah, so in this room, there's like weird, like random orbs, but some people say it's not like like a, a, like a paranormal orb. It's like very weird, like very bizarre. So who knows? Um, but as I said previously, the hotel was officially closed in 2002, so you could no longer stay inside these haunted rooms. Um, it's back to being like random little shops, but it's mainly occupied by the frontier excursions and adventures. So I think like along those lines is like a place you go and they take you for like adventures. Yeah, tour. That's what I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you go and visit the building, room 23 is on the third floor in the northwest corner, while room 14 was on the second floor, but that's all I got for where that's all i got (laughs) that's all i got but yeah so that is the golden north hotel fine i love alaska they always have the wildest stories right like i just can't even they love their onions (laughs) they love their onions (laughs) i fucking love that oh that was good i I hate when we well no i don't hate i love when we do that when we subtly have like a a similar theme without no it's that one brain cell just fighting for our lives over here (laughs) every time i think of like that one brain cell it's like it's just just like like disco lights going off and it's just like doing like yeah i know that's exactly what it's doing it's like a jersey shore like fucking oh my god fist bumps yeah it's no it's running around our heads going where's the beach (laughs) where's the beach beach? i still have to do that i need to go somewhere where there's a beach so i can yell where's the beach i'm gonna take you to a beach well, we're, I got to pass, get a passport first and then we'll get there. I'm not even drunk and I'm stumbling on my words. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I I need a passport too. So let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, or I can take you to a beach around here and we can just pretend it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> and on that note, come, who wants to be our friend? <laughs> come hang out with us. This episode was a fucking wild ride. It was. Our Insta- it was. It was. Our Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. The Twitter is at spooky hour. And the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com. And nailed it. Nailed it. I was thinking about all the funny shit we said. And the only thing that connected was the fact that there's an episode coming out on Halloween this year. Oh, yeah, there is. I don't think we've ever lined up with Halloween, but it's going to be on Halloween. We've only been That's doing this fun. for two years. So obviously, it would not no, line up. Not- Oh, no, we did start in 2020, right? We just, like, record... Did we not record in 2019, the first one, and then release it? Yeah, late. In January? Okay. So yeah. I'm not, like, 100% wrong. No. Yeah, so we'll be recording that on the 27th. I don't know if we're going to do something special, because I'm busy as fuck the next two weeks. <laughs> Yo, same. Well, kind of, <laughs> not really. I'm just going to be in pain. Oh, yeah, Janelle's getting tattooed. We Holly's getting tattooed. I'm going on a road trip. Oh, yeah, you have oh, yeah, a I'm fucking tattooed also. road trip, and then you have a tattoo. <laughs> yeah um i'm not paying for shit on that road trip i'm just gonna let that be known yeah. at carl <laughs> at carl um but yeah come be our friend yeah. talk to us 
Ask Holly how her uh, tire is doing on her car. Y'all. <laughs> Just do it. I'm not even There was not it. one, but two fucking nails in my tire today. <laughs> I literally laid down for two seconds in my bed because i had a headache and i was like i just need a dark room for a second and i heard my phone go and i looked and it's a text from my mother going your tire's flat and i was like "Mm?" (laughs) like, i drove it i was at carl's last night and i drove here and it was fine well yeah or i just was that tired and didn't notice (laughs) no so if you got like a nail in your tire usually it unless it pops you're not gonna know until it sits there for a while just like slowly let the air so i I must have gotten so the first one was like the 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 litter litter the little nail was from like a year ago and they just like told me that it wasn't there um and then i think the big one is what caused the leak because the little one's been in there for over a year and i haven't had an issue okay that's not bad. Which is, sums up me as a driver as a whole. I left a nail in my tire for a year. I'm going to apologize right now, <laughs> even though it's the end of the episode. I was watching, like, my mic go off. I can hear my meth head neighbor's music right now, and it's, you can, it's, my mic is picking it up. Oh, good. And, uh. Should, should we just end the episode now? <laughs> they also have a flat tire, so that's fine. Oh, good. Perfect. Great. Yep. Did you do that? Or? No, I didn't. <laughs> she, um, dry, she drove the, the thing drunk again and hit something, and now the, oh, the, it's the trailer sakes. this time. It's the trailer this time that's flat, sitting on the road. Wow. Yeah. We need to start a Patreon so we can both move the fuck away from here. Yeah, it's so loud in the basement. And there, guys, they're two doors down. Someone help me with loud neighbors. Tell they me what you do. They heard you talking about Jersey Shore dancing, and they're like, we got it. Probably. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Well, we may or may not have an episode next week. <laughs> Guys, we should put ads in so you can pay for my bail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we might see you next week. We might not. Danielle might be in jail. Yeah. Stay spooky, friends. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Bye.